The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Alex. Um, in case you forgot or fell off, um, I'm still hot. Knock your shell off. Your money, my money stack is fat. Um, plus I can't turn my swell off. Franchise is doing big business. I live this. This is automatic. I win this. So when you hear the horns, you're finished. A soldier, and I still am. Fu- that these lyrics make no fucking sense, and I'm still fighting. Um, because I'm storming on you troops like I'm thunder and lightning. Ain't no way you're breaking the kid. I'm harder than nails. Plus, I keep it on lock like I'm part of the jail. Um, I'm slaughtering stale competition. I got the whole block wishing they could run in my division, but they're gone fishing, right? With no bait. Can't your boy hold weight? I got my soul straight. I'll brush your mouth like co- like. What does that even mean? I'll brush your mouth. That like, am I gonna? Whatever. Um, in any weather, I'm never better. Your boy is so hot, you'll never catch me in the next man's sweater. And if they hate, let them hate. I drop their whole clan. Lay your ass down for the three-second tan. Um, this song is actually about Mayu Iwatani, who beat the shit out of every member of Oedo Tai the other day. Um, yeah, it's 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 wild. I know it, it came out a few years ago, but they were just like, you know what? This is all like Mayu. Like, there's going to be this fucking this savior, this god of wrestling, who is going to come out and beat everybody in fucking Oedo Tai like to a pulp until you know they decide you know what fuck i'm gonna throw a box at her for no reason um 
and and they really just thought that was that this song really encapsulated it. I don't know why they're talking about a guy, because um, Mayu is clearly a girl, and I, I think they would have known that. But um, you know, yeah, I, I I really appreciate the the vision of that song, even though the lyrics don't make fucking sense. Like I don't like I'll brush your mouth like Kogan. Like is brushing a mouth like like I'm pretty sure that only means like brushing your teeth. Like is no is that like a like is that no. like a like brush sure. like to beat the shit out of them, right? Yeah. The brush is a punch. I'm pretty sure. Like yeah, but like somebody, so it's but, a brush. Like yeah, they could have said the I, they still could like crush your mouth like Colgate, but because like brush your mouth, it literally sounds like they're going to brush your teeth forcibly for you. Only so I don't to you. Okay, fair, but still, the rest of the song also okay, makes. Okay, no hold sense. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's like seven shows to talk about. Why the fuck are you quoting John Cena's because, entrance? Because theme? Alex, no, it's actually really funny. I know this is completely, but the other day when we were like, "Man, what if Mayu wins? Wouldn't that be hilarious?" And I was like, "Yeah, she goes Super Cena, bro." And then it's like, "Oh my God, she's gonna go Super Cena." And I said, "If she does, you know what I have to do." And he said, "I do not know what you have to do." And I was like, "Well, it's probably not gonna happen, so I probably won't have to do it." That is what I had to do. That I, I his theme song. I, I would have I would have played and your name is John Cena like the big like fucking ear you know fuck up thing yeah. but um I'm I'm recording on my phone and I wasn't gonna go ask my sister to use her phone to play a John Cena theme song because that just seems like a a lot so um instead I I, I gave a rendition of it um because Mayu Iwatani is is John Cena and John Cena is actually back I didn't expect that to happen um it sort of just like it was completely coincidental actually. So I was planning on doing this like a week ago before I even knew John Cena was coming back. Um, so yeah, um, you can't see me. My use time is now. I have a lot of coffee. I, I'm drinking a fucking extra large uh, Dunkin' coffee, so this is gonna be a fun episode. We're like a cookie away from this being like. Like the tension could be cut with a knife. <laughs> this is this is the best intro that we've ever had, Alex. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I feel like I, didn't I feel fumble like the... that. I'm. I thought I was gonna completely fuck that up, but I, I, I'm. I was great. That was great. It was a great okay. rendition. Right. Um. Okay. So at stardom. Yeah. <laughs> um. We're gonna we're gonna talk about stardom. Um, yes. So there's a press conference the other day about uh, the Five Star Grand Prix. Um, this happened after the Takadano Baba show. This is a there was like the autograph signing and stuff, and then they did a did a big presser, and uh, there were some highlights from this press. Oh, this presser was fantastic. Um, Poi could a whole a speech. And you could just sense everybody wanting her to shut the fuck up. It was so <laughs> funny. Like, she just kept going and going. And everybody around her was like, <sighs> especially Utami. Utami did not want to be there. It was the funniest thing in the world because she just hated everything. It was Utami's, amazing. Utami's least favorite thing is press conferences. Like, at every press mm -hmm. conference she's ever at, she literally looks like she wants to kill everybody else in the building so she can walk away and take a nap. Like, she does not want to be... Like, I remember with the fucking Natsuko, um press conference where they were... Like, she was just sitting there like, please, just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Please stop. Stop. I am tired. I don't want to be here. And then she left. And it was great. Um, Utami is, is a fucking star in that aspect. Yeah, apparently... I don't know if this was Kagama or somebody else... But apparently somebody said that Natsupoi had the worst personality they have ever seen. Because <laughs> she tweeted about that after the press conference, like, 
she said apparently i have the worst personality ever and i was like damn that's that's harsh i don't know what what happened there but yeah um apparently people I don't know. It was really funny. She was also dressed like a fuckboy. Like everything was all of her, all of her, all of her clothes were a little bit too big, and she was wearing like really bright fucking sneakers. It was fucking hilarious. Um, Nats boy is a fucking legend. Yeah, Nats boy isn't here for six weeks and just like steals the show immediately because oh, uh, she's the best. Um, yeah, when Starlight Kid as well. I don't know if I don't know if you actually watched this, but uh, Starlight Kid introduced herself as from uh, being from a way to tie, and Raka for the first time ever perked up and just like clapped very enthusiastically. <laughs> like Raka was dead throughout the entire thing. Like she also didn't want to be there, but as soon as Kid was like, "I am Starlight Kid from Way to Tie," Raka was like, "Yeah, cool." <laughs> yeah, that's um... ours. That's ours. See that that she's yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I, fucking way to tie just a bunch of little shits. It's great. There. It's great. Um, and yeah, Julia and Kid uh, were about to fight, and you could just sense everybody being like, please stop. Like, I don't, we don't want to deal with this. Like, but Julia and Kid were going to scrap. Julia kicked Kid off of her chair at one point as well. Like, she just visibly just like fucking kicked her, and Kid fell off of her chair. It was the best thing ever. There were so many intricacies about this because, um, yeah, so Kid stole Julia's hat at first and started playing catch with Konami with it. Um, and during this, everybody was focused on that and started laughing at that. Micah blew a kiss at Momo, and Momo caught it and threw it back at her. <laughs> because why not? You know, Micah style. Indeed. Um... It was uh, when it came time for Unagi to talk, uh, she too cut a speech, and uh, Julia was the only person to react, and uh, she clapped uh, very sarcastically for Unagi's speech, and everybody else was dead silent. And Micah was very mad at her for clapping. She looked back at her like, what the fuck? Stop, you're making us look bad. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Oh, man, I fucking love stardom sometimes. Like, this is like, this is like like what i love in wrestling is just like that like sort of like it's all you know meant to be not serious but it's about a pretty serious topic like the tournament's the biggest like thing of the year for stardom basically but it all was just like a really fun time and it was just every like and it wasn't like a comedy thing it was just people were funny and people were just being you know charismatic and cool and just interesting and it, it was really good a really good time we haven't even gotten to the most um you know noteworthy and and wonderful part of of the show <laughs> of the press well, conference that's, that's coming up next um so whilst uh saya and siri were oh, uh, hyping up their match uh saya decided to to let people know that she was excited for four different opponents in this tournament <laughs> utami haishishta kam nakano or no i'm saying it in the wrong order it was like shiri yeah. Tami Hayashishta, Roha Takumi, and Nakano Tam. And everybody was just laughing. And Sai was like, what the fuck are you laughing at? And then somebody was like, you said Takumi. And she instantly died. She was like, because she realized that she had given away the uh, surprise GP entrant. And she just starts yelling and oh apologizing. She was like, I apologize to everybody across the entire country. I apologize to everybody across the world. I'm so sorry. And everybody was just like breaking their bollocks laughing at her. Uh, there was a perfect thing where um, as soon as Saya said Takumi's name, uh, Hameka and Mina are in the show. Oh my god. And it instantly yeah. registers on their face what she has said. And they're both just like, oh shit. I don't, <laughs> so dude. So, 
so Jumbo is so like emotive and that's that's part mm-hmm. of the reason why I love her. Um but so she was in the back row and like she said it and she's like, wait. And then she looked like over to where I guess where Rossi was sitting and she just like looked at him and was like, Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and 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 when when Saya realized that she said Takumi's name, the the utter like just shock on her face and just she turned around and it was the funniest thing because it was like oh my god she like she, the second she realized it she was just like fuck oh no fuck I I oh I'm fucked I'm fucked this is bad this is really bad and she just turns around sits down and then just starts screaming and it was great I showed my mom this and you know she doesn't know anything about any of this and she fo- she found it hilarious because it's just funny mm-hmm. like it was just a funny time um yeah and, and jumbo and everybody was just laughing at her fucking starlight kids started booing her like she's like i'm just like damn damn and fucking mayu just starts clapping like yeah you know what i like it wasn't me this time it wasn't me i'm really happy that i didn't do it that was you that was all you bro it was it was a perfect moment and um after that shuri just sort of like made fun of her saya after she was done talking sat down in the shinji from um neon evangelion in that pose where she just has her head her head in her lap like what have i done i've ruined everything the world is ever i i'm terrible everything sucks it was great shuri made fun of her um and just was laughing she's like i can't even follow that i don't know what to say um and then my favorite part of of all this was at the end when (laughs) when the ring announcer said and now we have Rossi Ogawa, who's going to give a special secret announcement. <laughs> and everybody's just laughing, and Saya's just crying, just like, oh, man, like, what did I do? And then Rossi comes out, he's like, uh, as, as, as you guys already know, Takumi's going to be in the tournament. Thank you. And then he just walks away. And, oh, but the best part, the best part was when he said Takumi is the secret, is the secret member of the tournament. Everybody on the roster went huh really takumi a robot like everybody everybody sold it so well and it was just so like it was so great i loved it so much everything about the fucking press conference was just quality it was it was so fun to watch like because obviously there's no like subtitles or anything so sometimes you like skip this stuff but like it you didn't need to know what they were saying it was just fucking hilarious i loved it I think I think when DDM was introduced, it felt very invasive. But over time, DDM is very easily assimilated with like the culture of stardom, and um, I think that's part of the reason why I like them so much now is because originally it sort of felt like they were like an aggressive force that just sort of like overtook the entire company, and now they feel like they are a part of the company, and it all just like feels like like you said a, a big like you know ecosystem that like survives within each other and in fact micah actually tweeted it and it made me really happy because i have talked about how storm doesn't feel like that family vibe that it used to um back in the day and micah said it's kind of like a family photo but not really good night and i was just <laughs> like that's that's sweet you know like it, it it sort of is like it's like one of those things where it's like you know we we all love each other but we don't like don't i didn't say that but i did good night it was just perfect it, it, it made me feel you know warm and fuzzy inside it was nice yeah, I just I really thought that was an interesting thing to note because I I remember you bringing it up to me and I thought that was a a good point and I remember Mayu referenced something about it as well mm-hmm. in one of her uh, Shoe Pro interviews, 
like yeah just looking at a press conference like this you just get a real sense of how close everybody is and how like crazy that on screen they can all portray that they fucking hate each other but then on these they're just like everybody's just vibing and really getting along um, and it's really nice um but as uh as as everybody probably knows by this stage uh takumi roha is the x and is in the five star grand prix holy fuck <laughs> um, yeah that's a lot that's insane i like in my wildest dreams i didn't think they would get her because I was like, well, Rin's just easier to book, and Mio is healthy. Um, so I, I expected somebody else, but Takumi in the tournament is... It changes things completely. A lot. Like, it flips everything on its head, but also, we're going to get an insane collection of matches. Her and Suri are going to wrestle for the first time ever in, That's in, insane. in, in Stardom. It's, it's wild. Like, they've only had, like, a couple of tag matches before, and I was like, how the fuck did nobody think to book them against each other yeah, that sounds like, get, money. like it, it would have been but like now we get it uh on the final day of the gp is probably a block decider which is like insane so the stakes are going to be high too um like the addition to kumi just makes that blue block one of the most stacked blocks i've ever seen in a in a round robin tournament like it's insane how many amazing matches we're going to get out of that block and it's also, like, instantly Takumi becomes one of the favorites. Like, I, obviously, I'm biased, but it's like, they've been setting up that Utami and t- Takumi match for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. They started building to it last year. Before they're gonna wrestle Utami was even champ. Yeah. So why not have them wrestle in a title match? Like, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever, right? I'd be down with it. I Honestly, like, Takumi's top two or three of who, who could win really probably top one in my like as i think about it more and more i think she's probably like the my favorite to win um and that's incredible because she has sort of showed up plus um i'm not sure what this timeline is but she might be be gaia big champ by then like she might hold one of the most prestigious championships in joshi history by the time she's in the tournament that would be pretty interesting. I don't know if her and Hash are gonna fight by then, because who knows with Saya with Sendai booking, it's always really weird timelines. But I think that's pretty insane that um, Takumi Aroha, one of the best wrestlers in the world, um, one of you know just returned last night uh, against Hibiki, and yeah, it's it's really fucking excited. Um, man, just her versus Konami, and like I'm not the biggest Konami fan, mm-hmm. but that just sounds like a fucking incredible match. You know what I mean? Like her versus Tam, if Tam is 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 you know performing that sounds like an incredible like most of these matches are really really fresh and really really interesting mm-hmm. i'm really excited for pretty much all of them um she definitely turned the favor into the blue block in terms of like where the 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 shining lights are um like the big matches are is is blue block no doubt because she just like give me a takumi match that you don't want to see you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's absurd yeah, like, it's not even, like, the big matches in that block. It's, like, her and Uraka, even, should be, like, really fun. Yeah. Or if, if her and Unagi play into Unagi's strengths, that could be incredible, too. Like, it's just, she works almost perfectly with everybody in that block. Like, there's no way Dude, that she isn't going to have an MVP If she here. murders Unagi, that might be the mm-hmm. best match of the year. And, like, I've said that about many matches this year. I've, I've, there's a lot of good matches this year. But if she just kills her... I don't I don't know if that could be beat cuz Takumi killing people is just like it's something else. Like it's a, that's a whole another animal. Oh my god, this is exciting. I fucking love tournaments, bro. I love this shit. 
Yeah, no, honestly, like, uh, this tournament was already shaping up to be pretty good, but, like, adding in one of the best faxes in the world doesn't hurt, like... Uh, Bro, Takumi versus Azumi! Dude, I didn't even fucking think about that! That's insane! Oh my god, I am excited! This is fucking dope, man! I'm cheesing. Yeah. Yeah, that whole tournament's gonna be great. Uh, the the final day looks incredible, too. I think, um, I forget exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's Momo and Julia... Um, Mayu and Kid, Jimmy and uh, Siri, right. and then Utami versus Tam in uh, kind of the major matches of that final day, which is going to be an insane top four. Also tells me that those are going to be the like eight of the top contenders, and uh, probably sets up a few big results there on uh, the final day. But we'll we'll dissect that a lot more in our uh, eventual five-star GP preview. Uh, we did just want to talk a little bit there about Takumi in the tournament um, because, honestly, it's very exciting news. Uh, I'm sure anybody who has seen her understands why. Uh, if yeah. you haven't seen her, uh, check out her matches with Mayu Iwatani and then get back to us. She's one of the best in the world. Um, and she's just come back from like eight months out with an injury, so she's incredibly fresh, too. Yeah, um, and, you know, it's kind of sweet. I know this is, like, completely off-topic, but... Um... Takumi came back like a month early so she could fight um Kiaru in her injury and then Kiaru got injured. So that was it, it was a sweet little thing. Um they're probably gonna have that match in a few months, and I'm excited to see that because Kiro is gonna have a really good retirement. Um again, that's marvelous stuff. It's not really relevant, but it's 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 a little nice um thing that's just you know, nice wholesome Joshi things. Indeed. Um, but with that, we do have to go on to stardom and yes. uh, talk about one of the like seven shows that's happening or happened or will happen. Um, I phrased that very badly, but I don't care. Yes, you did. Uh, so the first one to review was uh, the Cinderella Summer Tour 2021 in Tokyo. Uh, this is on July 17th at uh, the Bell Sal Takadano Baba. Uh, this drew 415 fans, which is a pretty good number. Um, they seem to be running that venue a bit, and I think it's a pretty good spot for them because you can run those after events that like sell crazy high tickets, like uh, for the autographs, and then you can also just do a show where easily they can set up for like three or four hundred people, which is kind of the general number you'd get at a cork, and uh, depending on the the card. Um, so it's it's pretty cool that they're running this venue. I don't think many other promotions are running it, so it looks pretty unique. And, yeah. um, visually yeah. it looks really good i i like it Duh. um from a visual standpoint too so yeah it's, it's a good place it's a good place mm -hmm. um but in the opener um we should say they only uploaded one match uh the schedule basically has stardom on the road all week so they don't know when the rest of the matches are going to go up uh so we can only talk about the the one that's up which is obviously the most important one but yeah that's why that's why we haven't watched anything else in the opener, though, um, Starlight Kid beat Hina in a three-way battle. Um, Azumi was also in this, I believe. Yes. Yes, and Kid and, won and... with a first-time finisher, uh, the Kid Clutch. Yeah, so she has a roll-up um, just in time for the tournament, which is uh, the smartest strat that you could possibly have if you're a smaller wrestler. Um, I forget who. I've, I wrote an entire article about fucking like small wrestlers winning tournaments and titles with roll-ups and how ingenuous like genius it is um so yeah she's gonna get some points with the kid clutch and it's gonna be really cool and really smart and um she's gonna be a little shit this entire tournament and it's gonna be a good time indeed let me ask you right now uh not to get off too off topic uh what are the chances that kid uh kid clutches mayu on that last day 
I'm going to hate it, but it's definitely happening. Yeah, um, probably. Like, I, I wish it wasn't, because I feel like I just want to see Mayu beat the shit out of her. But, you know, it's it, she's definitely going to roll her up, because... You know, she has to she has to look good, you know, like she can't she can't be like, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to be your best, your biggest rival and then just get her ass beat the first time that they face each other. I mean, that yeah. did literally happen on these two shows, but still like in a singles match, it can't really happen like that. Um, in the next match, though, uh, the stars duo of Kagama and Hanan uh, beat Tam Nakano and Lady C. Kagama pinned Lady C with a German suplex hold. As you'd imagine, uh, they're still holding off on that first Lady C win. Until she finds a spot. The next match on the show then... Also, wait, 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 wait. Kagama, like, teased a challenge for Tam. Which is kind of... She did, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, like... It It probably won't amount to anything. Um, It depends on how, again, her five-star turns out. If Kagama, like, where she places to see how, you know, where she's being, like, put in as a as a challenger. But and they don't face each other in the in the five star, so it doesn't really matter on that front. But it is an interesting little thing that Kagama's like kind of getting a little bit of a rep that's like, hey, I can I can beat you, you know, like it's possible. I beat Konami that one time, um. So yeah, cool little thing. Yeah, um, yeah, no, they've actually built Kagama up really well. Like in what yeah. space of two months, she's become a really credible uh, part of the upper card, which is uh, very admirable. Like they've just had her beat important people, which is one of the simplest ways to kind of make somebody look good from the off yeah 100 um, but yeah in the next match uh predictably a queen's quest versus donna del mondo tri- trios match went to a 15 minute time limit draw and uh, this one was saya kamatani utami Hashishta, and momo watanabe versus micah siri and julia and yeah it went to a 15 minute draw i'm sure it was pretty good obviously utami and siri in there and micah and momo are in there and julia and saya probably maybe did stuff i don't yeah, know yeah they did no, i remember there's a lot of rivalries to play off there julie and si are, are the big rival that they're pushing right now um over the tag title stuff so right. yeah oh I don't yeah know. is this the show where we got that really cool picture of uh utami and siri staring at each other like they wanted to commit murder uh with the i believe so in the background so, yeah. oh yeah that was a cool photo man like wrestling is so easy just give me cool people wanting to fucking kill each other you know what i mean like it's so easy that's all again, you need to do this is this is totally off topic but like that fucking okada um suzuki match in the rain terrible match they slipped all over the place but that one picture of them just staring off while the rain is falling down incredible like the like that is like peak professional wrestling the match was really bad because it was 30 minutes of them slipping all over the ring but like that visual of them just standing up looking angry at each other like that's that's peak pro wrestling. Like that's it. That's what you want out of wrestling. It's great. <laughs> Indeed. In the next match on this show, uh, the future Stardom Championship was on the line. Agitaka beat Mina Shirakawa and became the new future of Stardom Champion. She takes her rightful place as the uh, top of the future division. Um, this is going to get some shine, I think, on Unagi over the next while as she kind of fends off different challengers. And I'm kind of excited to see how she grows with the belt because, you know, we, I think we saw Micah really come into her own as champion. Um, Saida definitely improved once she got the belt too. So hopefully it does the same for Unagi, kind of getting a bit of spotlight and letting her wrestle in singles matches against wrestlers that maybe are less experienced and uh, forcing her into a different role. That's kind yeah. Of match. Um, why didn't she just win it a month ago, man? 
What was the point? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I don't. I don't really know. I guess as um, probably going to butcher his name, and I'm very sorry for this. But Velkej, uh, that's probably not your name. Again, I'm sorry. He kind of pointed out that like they probably do just want to give Mina something, because again, fans really like her. They're going to pay a lot of money to you know see her and speak to her. So they might as well give her belts and kind of give her big wins so that she stays somewhat important, so that her fan base continues to support her, which. I yeah. guess it makes sense. To me, I just think Unagi can win, and neither of them get hurt too much, but it is what it is. Uh, the belt it is really actually... funny. It is really funny that her render is still her holding up both of the belts really excited, even though she doesn't have it anymore. It's really funny that's to me. Fair. Like, she, is, like it look, she looks like a loser. Like, like that's how I'm meaner than I meant it, but like, just like, yeah, I got two belts, but she doesn't, because she lost one of them. It's kind of funny. I'm shame. But uh, not to skip over it, after this match, Unagisaka was challenged <laughs> by Rina, who, and I don't know if this is true or not, I'm just working off Dragon Moon. Uh, Rina essentially said, you are an old bitch, I want your belt. Oh man, I fucking love Rina. She's like, she's just fucking so good at just being an asshole. Like, like imagine that. Imagine if when you were 13 years old, people told you, okay, your job is to call people old sluts and bitches, okay? And and just say you hate your sisters too sometimes. Like that is your job. We will we will pay you to do that. Like imagine that when you're fucking 13 years old. That sounds so fun. I mean obviously she gets her ass beat too a lot. So I mean it's not like, you know, perfect, but like that's just great. Like I I I envy that position to just fucking <laughs> go up to 30 year old women and be like hey you're an old bitch give me your shit like what the fuck like that's insane i love that yes um i, I have been distracted uh i was i searched twitter to find the uh the quote that arena uh, called her an old bitch and apparently jeff hardy is trending so that's that's interesting uh the first tweet is that black people love jeff hardy and I feel yes, like somebody true. tweeted that like a month ago, and it's mm. and it also went viral. So is yes. this going to become one of those new cycles where it's like, oh, black people love Jeff Hardy, and it goes viral every time? Yeah, but I think it's because of like I think uh, Chris like retweeted that and was like, it's true, you know, like just as a joke, and then it got fucking viral again because black people love Jeff so, Hardy. That's true. Jeff Hardy was like my first favorite wrestler, so that makes sense. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I loved Jeff as a kid. I'm not black, but I mean, he was chill. We know. Um, now. <laughs> Clear people energy emanates off of you, Alex. Uh, yeah. Wow. You are you are very white and very Irish, Alex. Wow. Uh thanks. Maybe I'm very I'm very black and also very Irish, but that's besides the point. Let's go. That's fair. Um but yeah, anyway, on to what people are probably here for. Uh Mayu Itani eat a yes. Tai, all of them. And uh should have recaptured Starlight Kid. We'll talk about the angle after because I'm sure we both have a lot to say. Um, how did you feel about the match? Because to frame this for people who maybe haven't seen it, uh, this was a gauntlet style, so it wasn't really a handicap match. It was more of a gauntlet where Mayu would wrestle one person and then when she beat them, another person would come in. Uh, she first beat uh, Rina, then she beat Ukiyan, then she beat Saki and Konami. And then Raka was uh, the final boss, which I, I was kind of surprised by. But um, yeah, I I feel like the match itself was good, but not like anything yeah. amazing. Like it, it didn't really do 
a lot with it. You know, I feel like that with such a stipulation and Mayu running the gauntlet, they really could have played into Mayu's ability as a seller and really just kind of had Boyd Atai beat the crap out of her and have her fire back up. But instead, it was kind of like she just kind of beat two or three of them, then had a back and forth match with Saki and Konami. And then beat the shit out of Rocket. <laughs> and as great as that is, I'm kind of like, I feel like there was room to do more here. I appreciate her. I appreciate, don't get me wrong, I very much love her going full Hulk Hogan and just demolishing the heels of the month. But like. Okay, the John Cena was right there. The John Cena, Hulk Hogan, really? Did, the John, John Cena comparison was right there. We already did John Cena. I, I, you know, Hulk Hogan feels like the better vibe, you know? It was like, hey, that, that don't work for me, brother. Words, I'm beating all of you. Those words do not go together. Hulk Hogan feels like the better vibe. Never say that again. Doesn't matter the context. Let's <laughs> that. What? Like, those don't oh. like that sentence. Like, regard. Like, it made sense in context, but just don't say yeah. those words together. Okay. It doesn't. Okay, hold on. I get right. what you let mean. Me, let me let me like re rewind. Okay. Go ahead. Go Hogan ahead. beating up his random like heels of the month just felt like a better comparison for what Mayu did here than uh, John fair. Cena's super Chad demol demolition of the Nexus. That's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, back to the match and, you know, away from Hulk Hogan as far as possible. Um, <laughs> I did really enjoy this uh, because it, it, it sort of felt like when you realize like who she's wrestling, she's wrestling, you know, four people who detracted from her and one person who detracted from jungle. Um, and nobody who didn't, you know, what I mean, like, I mean, like everybody in Oedotai currently detracted from one of them because Natsuko eventually, you know, it was a little bit longer ago. But four of the five people detracted directly from Mayu. So, like, each match sort of had this sort of specific vibe to it, um, where Rina, she just slapped the shit out of her and then got her with the future killer, which I love. Um, I love when she, I used to call it the high speed killer, but since she just does it to like the more younger wrestlers than the high speed wrestlers or the future whatever future killer is a cool name um so she beat her with that and i love that um and then when she faced death she was like hesitant because she's like i still like the clown and then after the match she's like yeah the fucking clown is no longer is no longer like i'm done i'm done trying to get the clown i don't give a fuck um which i found really funny but yeah so it, it definitely the first two were like really quick she just beat them um then her versus saki was really good i enjoyed that aspect of it it was had a lot of um it had a lot of like it felt like it had a lot of weight to it you know what i mean like it, it felt very um it felt like a good mayu versus versus saki match you know what i mean because they are extremely hit and miss in singles matches sometimes they're like you know match the year caliber and sometimes they are like worst match in stardom of the year caliber um so this was a, definitely one of the good ones. It felt very, uh, just, it had a lot of symbolism in it. Um, I remember at one point, Saki had her in her armbar, and Kid was just, like, staring dead inside, like, at Mayu, like, watching her try to get to the ropes, and just, like, just completely just absent. Like, it just looked really, really cool. Um, and then Mayu won, um, beat, pin, beat, beat Saki with the zombie revival, um, after being pinned with that like seven times in elimination matches, which I found fucking dope. I thought that was based like that. Mayu was just like, I finally got you with the revival. Fuck you. I thought that was a great mm -hmm. um, little story there. Um, her versus Konami was fine. Um, at one point, Ruka threw the the box that looks like a suitcase yes. at Mayu's head, like during the pinfall, and I and Mayu was just like, like she didn't get hit like too hard with it. She was just like, what the fuck? What like is this allowed? Like. 
Like what? The, like how is how am I supposed to work with this, guys? Like she just threw a fucking box at my head. Like how does that? How is that okay? And then you know she eventually eliminated Konami. Um, then she beat the shot of Ruaka and hit a um, really cool looking axe kick on her on her head, like one that Tam kind of does. Uh, that looked really cool. Then she got jumped and um, got the DQ. I enjoyed the match. I thought that it was funny that Mayu just sort of like dispelled all of them. Um, yes, and you know, I in mean... the end. Ruka got, you know, her her little shine of just beating the shit out of her. But I, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, as much as, like, it wasn't an amazing storytelling match, it was just very fun to see Mayu just hook up and be like, listen, bitches, I'm not, do- I'm not doing this today. <laughs> like, she was just like, I'm going to fucking kill all of you. And I don't and I also, care. I appreciate it because I feel like this is what I've been waiting for from Mayu in these Oedo Time matches. Mm-hmm. Because... Oh, they've been facing each other. They've faced each other at least like 40 times this year. Um, and that's not an exaggeration on house shows and everything. Probably like 20 to, you know, 40 times. And every time, yeah, sometimes Mayu wins, sometimes she loses. But every time that they like do like heel shenanigans, she just falls for them. And at most, she just fails to stop them. You know, even if she doesn't fall for it, she'll still just fail at stopping them from doing heel shit. So it's like, I liked that she finally was just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you do that. I'm going to stop you here. I'm going to stop you here. And I figured out all of your fucking plays, you dumbasses. And then eventually, you know, she got killed because um, the numbers game and all that bullshit. But I thought it was a really good, like, display that Mayu has grown from this feud with Oedo Tai. And she's not like, oh, I'm just going to get hit in the head with a pipe and then lose in five minutes because you know she's grown from that same thing with the revival like little thing is that she didn't get pinned with the revival she got out of it and she pinned Saki with it i thought that was a really good storytelling device i i enjoyed the match in that aspect of storytelling but i get what you mean that like as a match she just beat them all and i enjoyed that but as a story it's like well you know (laughs) kind of kind of super cena ish yeah but i mean in hindsight uh super cena was was pretty cool and uh, people whining about it or were simply children. But, you know, yes. look, Mayu, Mayu always makes it work. Like, she is Mayu Utani. If there's anybody in this company who can single-handedly, like, beat an entire faction herself, it should be Mayu Utani. And it should probably be a way to tie, because outside of, like, you know, their top two, I feel like they don't protect anybody. Well, I mean, Fukuyun is pretty protected, but she can also just lose to anyone whenever. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's fine. But yeah, it, Mayu was Mayu, and her performance was stellar, because uh, as we say as we say a lot, she's one of the best wrestlers in the world. And uh, she was she was fantastic here. Like, she was showing a lot of aggression. She just wasn't taking any of their bullshit. And, you know, it, it made it so much more entertaining to watch than I think had she just like not been very good and we were just watching her like decimate a faction whereas instead it was like oh she's she's gone bad bitch Mayu like this is yeah. scary like somebody please tell a way to tie to run in the other there was direction. definitely there was definitely a vibe to it I thought Mayu was definitely mm-hmm. like in a zone um and Mayu Utani um since my boy ACH is now retired I think I can say this about somebody else Mayu Utani is super Super! I fucking miss ACH, man. That's besides the point, but I wrote that down. Mayu Utani is super. That's good. Um, so, uh, as the stipulation, as per the stipulation, uh, Starlight Kid, because Mayu won, gets to choose her own destiny. 
initially a lot of people probably thought, oh, she's going to go back to stars. She did not. Um, she said, I I want to, like, my answer is that I want to stay in, in a way to tie. I want to pave my own path here, and I want to become your biggest rival. And someday, when I am an equal footing to you, maybe you can stand side by side together again. She also said one of the dumbest... No, she hold on. She said one of the dumbest things in the <laughs> history of this promotion, which was, "I have been in a way to tie for a month. What have you done?" Well, kid, let me let me explain <laughs> to you because clearly oh your eyes God. were not working. Okay, so Mayu and Kagama beat the tag team champions. They almost beat the tag team champions in a tag team title match. They mm. beat. They drew with Momoaz. Momoaz mm. beat you and Raka, by the way. So clearly, mm. Mayu and Kagaba is better than you. And Mayu just eviscerated your entire faction without breaking yes. a fucking sweat. So what has yes. she done in a month? More than you have done in your entire career. Like Yeah, pretty much. The All All she had to say. All she had to say was, What have you done? You you challenged the for the tag titles without me. Like as soon as I was gone, like make it like a thing where it's like you like it's the easiest thing in wrestling history is just for the heel to be kind of like just refusing to understand context and just being like, now I hate you because you did this thing that annoyed me. Like just say you you you're already a tag team with with Kagama and I as soon as I left, what the fuck? Like like it's easier to just do that and ignore everything else. Instead, she's just like, you haven't done anything to try to get me back. Literally, all she has done has been trying to get me back. It was it was hilarious. Um, yeah, kid, kid, very specifically, I, you you said that um one day we can stand side by side. Kid very specifically actually said um one day you can stand by my side again. Like you will oh, be worthy yeah. to stand okay. by my side again, which is a real you know intricate aspect of it. Um and. I yeah, kid is just an asshole. Um, Mayu literally fought for kid's free will, and then kid was like, "Thanks, um, but I I don't give a fuck about you." And that's just really like funny and fucked up. I think the stipulation was really smart because I liked that it was for kid's free will because mm -hmm. kid has been forced to be in a way to tie, right? Like just like death, um, has been forced to be in a way to tie, and now she's just you know, whatever. Let's not talk about that. That's a whole other fucking story. Um. But, you know, Kid has been forced to be in a way to tie. She has no, she had no option to leave a way to tie because of a stipulation put on her, meaning that she is not allowed to leave a way to tie. Now, she can leave a way to tie if she wants, but she doesn't want to. And I think that makes a lot more sense than like, oh, like you are, you forced to go to a way to tie. And then six months from now, she's just like, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. It's like, but you, like you lost a match, like you're forced to be here. Like that's it was a stipulation so I, I enjoy that they sort of undid that so now she can go anywhere like in the future even though she probably isn't for a while um i thought that was a really smart stipulation for her free will um but also probably like mayu is just so good at just being so like her tone is so good with things because um after kid you know grabbed her hair and was like man fuck you you didn't do enough blah blah, blah. i'm gonna surpass you blah, blah blah all that shit um mayu just like sitting there just sort of like with like not like a grin on her face but just like a man i fucking hate this shit she is she says remember what i said to you um it it, it hasn't changed one day you'll come back everybody comes back eventually i'll be waiting and it was like it was like so like I got fucking goosebumps when she said it because like it 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 just like sort of like as a as a stardom historian so to speak it sort of is like such a Mayu thing to say 
because of how often Mayu has been betrayed, but then, you know, they always come back. Think about it, Io Shirai. Who, who was Io's last tag team partner in, in stardom after she had betrayed her a million times before? Mayu Otani. Who, Yoshiko. Fucking Yoshiko, obviously, the Yoshiko incident happened. She leaves. She comes back, says, Mayu, I fucking hate you. They wrestle. Then they hug afterwards because Yoshiko came back. You know, like, fucking everybody who has ever betrayed Mayu outside of Oedotai right now comes back. And I think that's a really, like, interesting thing to play into is that Mayu's like, I, like, I've been betrayed a million times. Um, and the, the, the ones who really matter always come back. It's a sweet little, like, you know, life thing. But I just thought that was a really, like, just, like, impactful phrase for her to say. That it's like, you'll be back. You'll be back. Don't worry about it. And, like, that was just sort of, like, the end of the seriousness. Um, and I, I love that. It was just a really um, impactful moment for somebody who really likes certain story aspects. And, like, you know, that long-term st storytelling shit. I, I enjoy the little, like, just the meaning behind the words, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, aside from my uh, obvious uh, dislike of that one uh, silly question, I feel like this tied a lot of things up in a really neat bow. Um, and it's not just for, for Kid, but also for Mayu, uh, in a way that I'm going to get into now. The like Mayu's whole thing, ever since losing the belt, has been her confidence slump of how she didn't feel worthy of leading stars of how the faction was slipping away from her, everything was going. In this match, she won. Like, she won Kid, you know? She led her faction. She got the win back. And I think this win is the confidence boost for Mayu, because even her whole demeanor afterwards was like, you'll never kill stars. Like, stars will always be here, because there will always be me, or Kagama, or, or Hanan, or just people who embody what stardom is, or you know whatever it was and i think that's a perfect kind of point end point for that story because you know there's only so much you can do with mayu in a slump whereas now it feels like she's confident again and yeah. you manage to do that by having her beat away to tie presumably ending the war and kind of feeling assured in herself that at the end of the day kid should be in stars and will one day be in stars in her mind um, so I think that was a perfect end point for Mayu and her slump storyline and then for Kid I think it's a great point for Kid I think Starlight Kid realised what a lot of us hadn't um, but has become apparent like she had somewhat hit her ceiling I guess in stars like she was always going to be Mayu's protege and she sees this opportunity now to embark on her own adventure and build herself up in her own way but even she understands that one day her and Mayu will reunite. And I think that's, you know, the next step for Kid. Like, I think she's going to have a good run as a heel. She's going to find herself. She's going to really get confident. And she'll probably win a lot of, you know, big things. And I think, but I do think the end goal is turning her back to, to a baby face, siding with Mayu and probably taking over stars. And I think if change the course on that but in a way that's going to allow kid to explore being a heel and maybe learn more in that because i mean a lot of the best baby faces have had those runs as heels like that's where people get over it's where they find their confidence it's where you know, they find what clicks 
I think that's what Kate is going to be able to do in a way to tie or wherever this ends up going. And then when the time is right, she can go back to stars and be the leader and be alongside Mayu and kind of have the baby face run that everybody knows she's eventually going to have. So I think, you know, for Kid as well as Mayu, this was the perfect end point of this story because it frees them up and it gives them their own future direction. And, um, you know, it sets up obviously down the line the inevitable big moment when Kid and uh, Mayu are together again. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I really, just overall, the, the aftermath um, outside of, like you said, the very stupid, nah, bro, you didn't do enough. That's tough. Um, I thought it was it was perfect. I thought really, um, I, I said it on Twitter, but like obviously, stars. Um, you know, a couple years ago when they had Arisa, Mayu, Tam, and Kid on top, um, and you know Ida there and just everybody there, probably like the greatest era of like any faction ever. If we talk in pound for pound, just wrestler wise, but like Mayu after this match made it feel like stars has never been stronger even though they are the least strong they possibly ever have been it felt and fucking saki was there too jesus christ everybody was like in star stars was like so besides the point um it, it made me feel like damn like stars is like stars stars is real like stars is alive and i've i've always like this entire year i've been like damn they're really killing stars um, you know, whether it's injuries or just storyline wise, they're really fucking killing this entire faction. But it felt just afterwards, Mayu just sort of gave that that hope that's like, oh, star like the stardom army, which I always love, like that little again, long term storytelling where you know, stars is just the stardom army because Mayu was getting betrayed by everybody and there was a bunch of bad guys and she's like, I need friends. I don't have friends. <laughs> Um, so now if you don't have a friend, I will be your friend. We are the stardom army. And then it became stars and it became, it had an identity. Um, and I, I sort of love that little callback to just the, the reality of what stars is, which is just stardom inherent. Um, again, besides the point, but I felt like Mayu really just tied it all together in that post-match. Um, also probably one of the funniest uh, post-match things I have ever seen, I laugh my ass off, mm -hmm. is when Oedo Tai did their pose and their music started playing, and Mayu picks up the mic and goes, nah, 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 I won this match. Play my music, you know, yeah, play that one. Get the fuck out of the ring. I was like, that's perfect. Thank you, Mayu. You, you are, you are the best wrestler ever. I appreciate that. That was just the funniest shit. She specifically said, play that one. You know, I have like five different theme songs, but play that one. You know, okay, you just get the fuck out of the ring now. I don't care. Leave, leave, get out. Play my music. And then she talks for another five minutes. <laughs> and they're like, okay, when do I play your music? It was it was great. I like overall, like this is one of the better uh post-match um things I've seen in Star in a long time. It just was really incredibly done. I loved it a lot. Yeah, I think if you ever need an encapsulation of why Mayuritani is so amazing, this entire just show them this entire clip. Like this entire file. Like the match the the aftermath you know the the comedy it's just that's mayu to a t she's the only wrestler who can go from absolutely murdering a faction to an emotional payoff to a storyline to comedy that makes you a genuinely laugh in all in the space of like 30 minutes like she is 
so so special in so many ways yeah. and uh it's, this was just a nice reminder because yeah her just being like nah hold up fuck this like you play my music like i won like don't don't get this twisted like we won and uh all while her hair was like sopping because they like threw a, what, a book look what did the fuck did they throw at her like did they dump a bucket of water on her like no, it was so af- much water no, after she the match so af- after the match kagama just dumped an entire water bottle on her i was like that didn't, oh that wasn't necessary, but I mean, like, I mean, you know, if she asked for it, I guess, like, just you do you. But yeah, I, it really made the visual a lot more than it actually needed to be. It was really weird because it's like, why? Like, that wasn't like, I I guess, like, it made her look like she got like murdered and was just like sweating and just dead when really they just dumped a water bottle on her head. And it was really funny. Oh, man. Again, yeah, this entire just segment and, and everything about it was great. Um, and I will forever remember, na, 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 play my music. Da, 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 da. Um, great, great stuff. Yeah, Mayu Otani is just... She also thought that they were in Yokohama. <laughs> because, yeah. of course, she did. Oh, oh that was no. great. Um, but, yeah, that's that. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen anybody mad about this uh, result because I feel like most people understand um but i thought like this all of the storyline stuff was was perfect here um so yeah i uh yeah because i don't mind that the way that i lost to mayu she's mayu Utani. like it's it's fine and uh, it the awaito fans the awaito fans are like oh well you know they decided to lose in the end which is true but mayu yeah. beat them so it's like yes. as somebody who isn't a huge like awaito fan right now it's like well mayu looks like she's she's the winner even though she's the loser she's the winner even though she's the winner she's the lo- like but she felt like she you know overcame and the away fans are like oh well away decided to simply allow her to overcome and it's like yeah but she also just killed them so i feel like either way if you're a big away fan or a big mayu fan they both walked away looking you know strong in in a certain sense so it, it definitely worked out very well indeed and uh we're almost an hour in and we still have so much to do so let's just get right into this next show uh yeah. this is on july 18th uh this is in tachigi and uh, this had 228 fans uh as we said earlier nothing is up from these shows because stardom is right back on the road um so we can just talk through the results in the opener saya kamatani and azumi beat lady c and mina shirakawa saya pinned uh, lady c with star crusher because you know she pulls that out and beats tall people and um, yep. In the next match, Julia beat Hina, and um, seven minutes, which yeah. seemed like that. Like usually, Hina matches go like five, and I know that two minutes isn't that big, but like for a rookie or for you know for a kid, it it feels like seven minutes seems like a long time. I'm interested in how that was. Um, Julia said that yeah. she wants to face her again. Um, I don't know why or what happened, but yeah, this is also um the the Shemai's hometown so that's why they all have um sort of important aspects as we'll see in the main event um because mm-hmm. they were in their hometown so yeah that makes sense uh julia has remembered that the stealth viper is one of her finishers uh they see <laughs> i guess they're heating that up for the for the gp uh she'll probably win a few matches with the stealth viper uh there's no other reason that they would suddenly pull it back up and have her win matches with it uh if it wasn't yeah. going to play into the grand prix um Next match on the show then was Unagi Sayaka and Tam Nakano beating Raka and Saki Kashima. Uh, Raka got DQ'd uh, because she used weapons, 
because uh, that's kind of her thing now, and I'm I'm kind of into it. It's pretty chill. Um, it's probably going to be her GP is just her like choking bitches out, and uh, that that's going to be great. Bullet Club four 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 <laughs> life. Oh man, I fucking yeah. hated that shit. You, you don't you don't have to compare it. Like, listen, like Tom and Tom oh, is bad are, on his own. They are one hundred percent Like, no. <laughs> Even like, listen, Rocket is better than like eighty percent of the Bullet Club. One hundred percent. No, that's that's not in question. But just I, you know how how passionate I am about tournaments and how annoyed I get when it when tournaments get like you know uh, shady and heady. I don't like it. Yeah. As I said though, she's like a child. Like she's gonna get two points. She might as well just beat people up with weapons. Like yeah, I yeah. don't know. It makes sense to me. It's, it's, not, it's probably more throwing yeah, away but... his only chance at ever having success. It was probably more annoying when Natsuko did it, and Natsuko did it well. Mm. So, like, you know, like, her GP was pretty solid last year. Besides the point, we should move on. But I, I, I yes. get what you mean. Indeed. Um, so the next match was uh, Utami Hayashishita and Momo Watanabe wrestling Micah and Suri to a 15-minute draw. I imagine that was pretty good, but yeah, pretty Royal predictable PhD. result. Royal Indeed. PhD. In the main event, uh, the stars team of Kagama, Hanan, and Mayu Utani beat the Uedotai team of Starlight Kid, Konami, and Rina. Uh, Hanan pinned Rina in their hometown, and afterwards uh, said that she will one day be the ace of stardom. And uh, I do not question her because she is very talented and very tall. I'd be, I'd, I'd be, you know, the. I, I keep going into tangents, but there's that one quote from Sonata that's like, it's like, I want, like, I know wrestling will go on without me, but I hope that people will feel like it can't and I want everybody to be comfortable with me at the center of the universe. And I feel like like somebody like Hanan definitely could fit at the center of the universe in stardom. Like I think that she could definitely fill those shoes. Um I don't think that it's too, you know, ambitious for her to say that because I think she's really good and she'll probably be better in a few years. And I think Rossi sees that in the in the Shamai that they're all going to be really big big deals in a few years if they all just continue to progress they are the way they are and I, I think that's a nice little thing that you know she got her her win in the, her hometown also i predicted that last week um so i'm a genius indeed um but that is that show uh we now have four shows to preview i believe um so let's get straight mm, into that marvelous marvelous uh, marvelous oh shit yeah so that was uh today uh stardom participated in the marvelous show um, the first match involving stardom talent uh, was Mayu Iwatani versus Rin Katakura. Mayu beat Rin in seven minutes. Mayu, confident Mayu, beat a double champion in seven minutes, which is amazing. I thought they'd do the draw because uh, Marvelous does a 15-minute time limit, and I was like, well, I, I doubt Sendai and Wave would want their champion like losing to, to Mayu Iwatani, but apparently they don't care. She lost in seven minutes, which... Um, I can only imagine Mayu obliterated her because Mayu is, is Mayu old guard now. Mayu old guard. Are people gonna get mad? Are, are people gonna get mad that? I cannot. Mayu Utani Kyoko Hunoi. What's the difference? Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Oh sweet Jesus, please. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was an interesting result. I am, I'm really interested to watch that match and just see how it panned out because it feels like it couldn't have been competitive, but maybe they just sprint. Like maybe it was just a sprint and that was how they, they did it. But, um, yeah, Mayu seems to be on, on a real roll. 
And in the other match involving Stardom Talent, uh, Mio Momono and Starlight Kid beat Azumi and Meiho Suzuki. Uh, Mio pinned Azumi, which is a pretty interesting note. I wonder yeah. if we'll see that brought up in future. Maybe these two teams could be together in Tag League. Maybe, probably not. I feel like Azumi and Mei could team up in Tag League. See, uh, yeah, I remember, I think I think Tony was saying that they should team up in Tag League, but then Momo's kind of just left out in the dust. Unless she teams with Hina. Team with Hina. Yeah, I think yeah. Hina would probably be the way to go. I don't know, I feel like they probably want to keep Momo as the um, standard bear in the tag division. See, unless they're winning the tournament, I don't know why you'd put them in it. Yeah, I feel, I, don't think I, I feel it. like I feel like May and Azumi winning the tournament and just having a challenge and losing. I think that'd be really fun. Um, probably not going to happen, yeah. but I think that would be a cool decision to go with because it'd be fresh and it'd be you know interesting. True. Yeah, I'm I also want Mio in in the tag league, but I don't think her and Kid is probably Kid is probably yeah, teaming no. with uh, Raka. So yeah, probably. I just want Mio, 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 like, Mio versus, like, anybody in stardom would be great. Mio's a challenge for the high-speed belt. Oh, my God. Yes. That would make sense. She's pinned Azumi. She teamed with Kid. If Kid beats Boy, Mio can be like, yo, give, give me that title shot. I think that'd be cool. That'd be great. Uh, but, yeah, Mio, Mio rules. Um, obviously, I, neither of us have seen that show. Uh, I meant to, but then I ended up painting all day today. Uh, so I haven't even seen Takumi's comeback match, which is, is very disappointing. Um, but if you if you must know, Takumi beat Hibiki in her uh, return match, so she is uh, right back in at the top of Marvelous. And, and that one went the distance well. too. That one went the distance. Yeah, twenty five minutes, didn't it? Yeah, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. Wild, but um, yeah, that's that show. Uh, well, I say show, but that was Starman's participation in Marvelous. We are on to the preview section now. Um, as I mentioned, the first show to preview is on the 21st of July. Uh, this is one of the two shows in Sapporo. Uh, the opener is Unagi Saka versus Lady C. Uh, Unagi is obviously going to win that one, uh, being seeing as she is the future Stardom champion now. Yeah. Hopefully there's yeah. a gnarly choke slam in it. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. Um, the next match on the show is Azumi versus Mina Shirakawa versus Konami. Uh, I feel like Mina takes a fall here. I don't know to who, but uh, definitely Mina takes the L. I think Azumi, because Azumi, like, I feel like recently Azumi hasn't been winning anything except for three ways. So I feel like just giving her a few three way wins um, leading up to the five star would be smart. Just to, you know, say, hey, I haven't lost every match I've been in. <laughs> Fair. Um, the next match on the show is Mayu Otani and Kagama against Raka and Saki Kashima. Uh, I assume this will end in a disqualification when Raka uses the blue box. Uh, hopefully Probably. she uses it. Hopefully she throws it at people again. Like that is the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, I loved it when uh, Nao Yamaguchi did it for was it Martina and Natsu when she like fucked a can at somebody and like an empty beer can to, to stop <laughs> yeah. the roll. Like it is oh, the man. best thing ever. And I would like uh, Raka to do that all the time now, is just throw her box at people to, to stop pins. That was really fucking funny. I loved that. It was. Uh, the next match on the show, uh, I think this is a two out of three falls match that you were talking about. It's uh, Momo, Utami, and Saya against Micah, Siri, and Julia. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, how is the two out of three falls match not the main event? Because it's a title match. I always for like man like 
I don't know. Th that is really just not a smart idea because two out of three falls matches probably going to go like somewhere near 30 minutes. And that's going to take a lot out of the last, you know, match or two. So I don't know why they would do that, but whatever. Um, I think Queen's Quest wins here. Ooh, interesting prediction. Um, yeah. Wait, who, who's on the who's on the DDM team? Uh, the only three. It's the DDM only three. Members yeah, the only three members. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like maybe Saya. Like, I feel like one of the falls is going to be Micah and Momo. Um, mm -hmm. and then one of the falls is going to be. Actually, no, I think DDM has to win, because I don't, I don't see anybody in DDM taking a fall twice, or any two members of DDM taking a fall. Well, I mean, Micah and Julia, like, if, like, Saya can pin Julia, Momo can pin Micah, and... What about you know, Momo and Julia, I think? Momo probably pins Julia. Do you think Momo pins Julia? That seems they're, like it would be a little They're bit... going to fight on the last day of the GP, they gotta got to build to it somehow. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, prop, that's possible. But I, I feel like Saya pins Julia. Why? Why would they because, do that? They're in different blocks. They're... Like, there's no reason to build to that. But that's not what they're building to. They're building to the Aphrodite match. I guess, but I also feel like the, the GP is in mind with a lot of their decisions right now. And, that's um, true. You could just have Siri pin Saya or something to, to build to the tag match. Well, no, I I think I think Queen's Quest should win because I don't see Utami's obviously not getting pinned, uh, and I don't think Saya gets pinned yet right now. But I I think I think Queen's Quest wins. I think this is probably a good match. I love two out three fall matches. Um, I think that they should do them more often. I I still am of the belief that they should adopt the three WA rule of every um tag championship matches two out three falls. Um, just because I love two out of three false matches, I think that it would give a little spice to the to the tag matches um, instead of them just being like 25 minutes. Uh, but that's just me. Besides the point, sure it'll be good. Uh, I don't know. Did you give your prediction? Um, I didn't. Uh, I really don't know <laughs> who wins. There is a 30-minute time limit, and I feel like if out of everybody, these are the two factions that they would have go to a, a draw. They would have like one work. pinfall each, and then uh, yeah. it'd go to the time limit. I think that would be. Cool. I think that would make sense. Is if like yeah. Momo pinned Micah and then you know Julia pinned Momo or something, and then it just went to a time limit. I think that could work. Mm -hmm. It could. Um, in the main event of the show, though, the Wonder of Stardom Championship is on the line when Tam Nakano defends against Starlight Kid. Uh, I don't think Kid has any chance of winning here. I feel like they just threw this out there to give uh, a big match to Sapporo. Um, yeah, no. It, Tam has bigger fish to fry. Yeah, um, Tam ain't surpassed nobody yet. <laughs> What's this comparison to Kota Ibushi that we have going on with Tam? Have you seen what, that? No. Okay, because uh, people have been comparing Tam and her title range to Kota Ibushi. And it feels like a complete lack of understanding I of don't. the context. Yeah, no, I don't. Like, I don't yeah. see that. Like... Same. I don't want to like, ask oh. either because I I simply don't want to know. Yeah, um, I don't. But I also I'm unsure where it comes from. Like as somebody who consumes enough New Japan to understand, like that do that doesn't even make sense. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. I, I'm glad I'm not the only one that was uh, a tad confused. Um, yeah, Tam, Tam wins. I think that could be a good match, though. I feel like Tam and Cade, their last match was good, but, I mean, Tam has since decided to be a workhorse, and Cade uh, now has her renewed confidence. So, you know, maybe a more aggressive star like Cade will bring out the best than Tam, and that could be pretty good. I just hope Kid knows how to slap. Oh, she does. You know Kid knows. Yeah, she do. does. She does. No but yeah. I hope she really brings the spice to it. You know what I mean? Get yeah, the Inoki slapped in. Man, I <laughs> want to see Saya challenge Tam and just slap the shit out of her. Oh, my God. See, like, that's the thing with Tam is that Spy when you... Uh... Ida. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, cause, cause that's the thing is that when you, when like Tam, that's the thing about Tam's title matches is that there's always a slapping segment for better mm -hmm. or for worse. So I just like, it's like, okay, who do I want to see slap the shit out of Tam Nakano? Saida. That's my immediate thought. Like that, that, that's the, that's the reason why it's like, just as soon as Saida gets back, have her challenge Tam so she can just slap the shit out of her. Cause that's, a, that's just what I want out of wrestling is Saida slapping the shit out of people. So we can move on though. There. Yes, uh, the next show, the preview is uh, the very next day on the 22nd of July. This is also in Sapporo. Uh, tickets are moving pretty well. The front row is sold out, and the uh, B section is also sold out. Um, so, you know, it seems like they're going to do pretty well. Uh, in the opener, Azumi takes on Lady C. Um, this, they're clearly going for like a best of 20 series between these two. Uh, I am exaggerating, yeah. of course. But yeah, Azumi is going to win. I hope... She will. Yeah. They wouldn't have Lady C win a singles match, I don't think. Lady C's um, getting her first win with DDM at some point. Yeah, and she's going to join them. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah, the next match on the show is Tam Nakano versus Micah versus Momwat Nabe in a three way. Uh, it's a pretty intriguing match. Maybe they do a draw, or maybe Micah takes a pinfall. I think they do a draw. Yeah, I, I I don't I they've done draws for less. True. But is there any other match that you think is definitely going to be a draw on the show? I could see the uh, Mayu and Kagama versus Konami and Kid going to a draw. I don't think that goes to a draw. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. So, so this is yeah. our draw. Yeah, that's a draw. Three way. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the next match on the card then is Mina Shirakawa and Unagi Sayaka against Saki Kashima and Raka. Um, oh god. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe Saki wins. I feel like Saki could pin Mina. I feel like that's a, an easy way out. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Oyotai has to win at least a match. Um, yes. In the way that you know they don't DQ themselves. Mm -hmm. Like I think Saki could use a, a dub. That is true. She could indeed. Um, the next match on the show was one I mentioned already. Uh, my own Kagama against Kid and Konami. Um, it's pretty up in the air. I feel like any of them could really get a win like yeah. at this stage. Have so Kagama pin Konami again and make everybody sad. Except for me. Yep. That's fucking dope. I love that. It'll make Scott sad, so I, I'm kind of hoping it happens. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's how I consume wrestling now, out of spite for other people. <laughs> yeah, it's the best way. It's the best way. 
It is. Um, but in the main event of this show, the Goddess of Stardom Championships are on the line when Julia and Siri defend against Utami Haishishta and Saya Kamatani. Um, the four well, most pushed wrestlers in the company. Yeah, like what a match to just do in, in, in Sapporo. Sapporo. No offense yeah. to Sapporo. And this is probably a bigger venue than we're giving it justice. But like, yeah. holy shit, is this one of like the bigger you, matches? You would think it. You'd think they do it in their prime market, which is near Tokyo in Yokohama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's like the biggest match they can do right now outside of, you know, Utami versus Shuri in the singles or Utami versus Julia in the singles is this tag match. Um, so it, it is kind of insane that they're giving it away um, outside of their prime market. Uh, but I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure I'm still kind of thinking that maybe Aphrodite wins, but I'm not 100%. Huh? Yeah, I think I think if any team is gonna beat uh, ALK, I think that it, it it's Aphrodite. Plus, I think if that does happen, I think Julia definitely um, fully focuses on getting the red belt. Um, and so I think that would probably be like sort of a trade off there. Um, so it, it's it's very indicative of like the future and what I think is going to happen in the future. Who wins here? Um, I think Aphrodite definitely has a chance of winning, and I don't think there's many other teams that I see beating ALK um, yeah. outside of Aphrodite. So I think that's probably why I'm thinking that they take the dub here. That's fair. I th- I think to me, I don't see anybody taking the belts off of ALK until it's um, time for the Cosmic Angels to take them. I feel like that's the next progression in the, the tag division. Um, so I think they retain here, be it by winning or by taking it to a time limit. Uh, I don't really know, but yeah, I, th- I think ALK retains. I don't think they, they do that switch, uh, especially not just before the GP. I feel like you don't want to give away any of these people pinning each other almost. Like, I don't know. It feels like something they'd want to avoid. I think I think that that's true because I don't see like I see Aphrodite winning, but I also don't can't really imagine either of Aphrodite pinning either of AOK. Like I can see Julia mm-hmm. pinning Saya, I can see Shuri pinning Saya. It's hard to see Utami pinning Shuri or Utami pinning Julia or Saya. You know, having a decisive victory over Julia like that. So in that sense, I think. ALK wins, but then again, I feel like if anybody's going to pin either of those two, it's going to be one of these two. Like, I can't really see, like, an Unagi pinning either of ALK. I can't really even see Tam pinning either of them again. But, I don't know. It, it is an interesting... I think this is really up in the air for me. I think Aphrodite finds a way to win, but I don't know. It might go to a draw. Who knows? Possibly. Um... That's that show, though. Uh, the next show to preview is on the 24th of July. This is in Sendai. Uh, this is in the Sun Plaza, which... Fucking that's Sendai. a bigger one, isn't it? Isn't the Sun Plaza uh, the one? I think it is, actually. Yeah, that's the one that uh, the debut shows were happening in, the Sendai debut shows, the bigger ones, when it had buzz. I fucking hate Sendai. You've made that very apparent. Um, but yeah, the opener is Konami versus Lady C. Um, obviously, Konami is winning there. I don't know about that. Come on, I, Lady I, C is beating Konami. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm put all my money, which is not a lot, but I'm going to put all my money on Lady C. I think, I think this is her time. It's her time. Okay. All right. 
Sure, I guess. Uh, the next match on the show is Micah versus Saki Kashima. Um, Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's a fun I, I mean, one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty whatever on it. I don't. I guess Micah might win. Maybe. Yeah. No. I don't know. I, I just think about how like every t- like it's not often that DDM and and Oedo Tai like face each other. I mean it is, but it isn't. Um, but I feel like every time Micah and Saki do some good shit. Uh, and I I feel like Saki. There are certain people who bring out the best in Saki, and I feel like Micah. I remember has been do has done that quite frequently. Um, so I think that would probably be uh pretty solid. Um, I don't know. It might be terrible, but I I think it could be good. That's fair. Yeah, it's funny that you say uh, DDM and Away to Tie haven't wrestled uh, all that much because I'm pretty sure there was a stretch of like 50 house shows there where yeah, they were that's... in like trios main events every every damn show. But to be fair, like Saki has been sort of aloof because of her injuries and whatnot. So it's like, True. you know, through that and through like she isn't always in, involved in them. So I don't really like, like I don't see Micah face Saki as much as I see Micah face Momo over the past year or see, you know, my you face Ruka, you know, like you know, like it's it's, you get what I mean. Um, obviously I face a lot, but I just don't see Mike and Saki a lot. But when I do, it's usually pretty good. Fair enough, I guess. Um, the next match on the show is the Cosmic Angels team of Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Unagi Saka taking on the Queen's Quest team of Sayakamatani, Azumi, and Hina. Uh, this feels like an obvious win for the Cosmic Angels. Uh, yeah. Hina is right there to take a pin. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Uh, the next match on the show, uh, this is our definite draw for the show. It's uh, Julia and Siri versus Momo Watanabe and Utami Hayashishita, and that is without a doubt going to a time limit. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty true. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty true. That's true, that's pretty true. And yeah, that's pretty true. Oh, okay. Yes. That's, that's, just, that's how it is. Impl- it's a train wrecks reference. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. Um, in the main event of this show, uh, Mayu Utani, Kagama, and Hanan take on Starlight Kid, Raka, and Rina. Um, that was such a weak main event. <laughs> no offense yeah. to any of them, but like. Stars Rina and Raka teaming with Kid. I don't, in the yeah, I don't. I don't think there's there's any way that Oedo Tai wins here. Like either they get DQ'd or they just lose. Yeah. Which you know either works, I suppose. That's true. Um, the next match on or the not sorry. Uh, the next show to preview is um on the twenty fifth of July as the Cinderella Summer Tour twenty twenty one in Tokyo as uh, at Cork and Hall. Also. Uh, one one thing I need to mention is that uh, Sendai deserves that main event. Yes, it's wild. That is the Sendai Sun Plaza main event. They ran <laughs> a pay per view there. Yeah, they ran a pay per view there like ten months ago. <laughs> yeah, not even a year ago. But that's what they deserve after fucking no selling Utami beating Mayu for the world championship. But you know, besides the point. And you know what's weird about Sendai? They will probably draw in the same region. As that pay per view did because Sendai is strange. Is that yeah. did like was it was it like five hundred? It, it was it was I think it was higher than five hundred. I think it was like oh no it was five hundred five. It was five hundred five. Yeah, that that was that show. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, okay. Um, yes, onto the Corican show. <laughs> 
Uh, the opener is Hanan and Hina versus Raka and Rina. Um, very basic opener there. Should be a fun time, I guess. I, I like that they're letting Hanan and Hina team up a little bit. Um, yeah. Because they, they pretty easily they pretty easily explain that that's like, oh, well, you know, they have no, like, beef. Rina's the little shit here, so who gives a fuck? And I, I, I kind of appreciate that. It, it It's nice to... I, I, I'm still, like, waiting for the day that the, the Shamai gets the artist belts, because I think that, like, at any point, they can just get a little bit of a push and just be like, yeah, we're going to team together. Is that cool? We're, we're, we're twins, guys. They're literal twins. They, like, that, why, why not? I think that'll be perfect. Uh, but, yeah. And she, Rina's team with Ruaka? Yes. Oh, yeah, they're murdering the fucking... <laughs> they're murdering <laughs> Rina's sisters. Oh, man. Well, I mean, uh, maybe Hanan pins Rina. I don't know. Rina's trying to possibly. challenge, so I, I doubt that. Who knows? Yeah, you wouldn't even know that based on these cards, though. I don't think Rina has wrestled Unagi once. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't even know Very when weird. that match is happening. Who knows? Probably one of the random shows uh, in the GP where there's only, like, one actual GP match on a card. Pain. Yeah. Um... But the next match on this show is uh, Sai Kamatani versus Lady C versus Fukigen Death. Um, I guess oh, Sai wow. or Fukigen is going to win. That sounds great. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds like a the fucking... Comedy like... is going to be off the charts. Like, I don't know why that match sounds so jarring to me. That is just like, I don't know, like, that's wild. Yeah, I, I imagine that would be pretty fucking funny. Um, I think Sai yeah. has to win, though. Um, Probably. She could pin either of them. That's true. Uh, the next match on the show is Azumi versus Kagama. I'm really excited Ooh, to see this one. That's exciting. Yeah, it's crazy that they're just giving it away, but um, it's going to be very good. Uh, I yeah, I could uh, probably see Azumi getting a bit of a spice-up win, you know, like uh, with the Azumi Zushi, and just rolling up Kagama to kind of get some get ahead of steam. Because Kagama's won a lot of big matches. I think she's already threat going into the GP. She's already at a certain level, um, but Azumi might benefit from getting that little bit of momentum. Yeah, um, I I hope Azumi wins, because I always hope Azumi wins, um, but it is an interesting little match. I've, I've said this before, but, uh, you know, Azumi spent like most of her career chasing um, Kagama's record, and then she failed, so now that Kagama's back, that's a little interesting, like, um, you know, rivalry, but not rivalry that is, is interesting to me, and probably only me. But so yeah, I'm excited mm -hmm. to see that match. Um, I think Azumi should win. Uh, don't think it should go to a draw, but it would make sense if it went to a draw because I feel like they're both kind of in the same region and they probably don't want to give either win away. But I think that they definitely can. Um, either way, I think Kagama can be Azumi and Azumi can be Kagama, and I don't think it would be yeah. really an issue for either of them. I mean, they're high to be. Jesus. <laughs> Words, brother. <laughs> I just I completely lost the ability to speak halfway through. Um, Damn, that was that was a rough one. <laughs> like like, like, no fir, like first word, bro. Like like you just you were dead on arrival. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even know what happened. It just like completely shut down. Um, yeah, these um, these two are high speed wrestlers, so yeah. I feel like they can beat each other, and they kind of have an out there because they can just roll them up and be like, "Ah, yes, I out trickeried you." 
and that's it, really. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I think that would be very um, unoffensive. That's fair. Um, in the next match on the show, we have a five-star uh, Eve Festival Blue Stars special six-person tag match. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, oh, this match. I, uh, I remember So this is Tam Nakano, Utami Hashishita, and Micah versus Suri, Konami, and Unagi Sayaka. I'm just going to say this now. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I imagine Unagi is here to uh, take a pinfall. Probably to Tam to set up their match. Aren't they I, hope, the I hope Unagi's the one to take the pinfall. Yeah, they are. I think I don't think she loses to Tam here, though. Because I feel like her losing to Tam twice in a row. Like, literally, like, the next show after this one is pretty much the... Like, I don't think she loses on two matches in a row. I don't think Unagi beats Tam in the five-star, obviously. So I, I, I don't see that. I think Utami could beat Unagi here. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Interesting to see. I, anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, Shuri and Konami. I, I remember Shuri said that the only wrestler she wants to tag with outside of DDM is Konami still. Um, even after everything, so I think that's pretty fun that they get to tag together. Um, and I think they'll probably mm-hmm. do really well together. Um, and then the other side is just a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, that's a strange one. Although I guess Utami and Micah make sense. They they seem like they could be pals in another yeah. in an alternate universe. But um, that's that much in the main event of the show. Uh, it's the five star Eve Festival Red Star special six person tag match. Mayu Uitani, Momo Anabe, and Saki Kashima versus Julia, Starlight Kid, and Mina Shirakawa. I'm going to say it again. I'm not being mean. One of these things is not like the other. Um, But this probably goes to a draw, maybe. I feel like one of these two matches is just going to a draw because that's what they do now at Cork. And it's like, oh, my hot main event, great match, uh, ends in a draw. Tune in next week, folks. You know that kind of that kind of. Momo and Mayu as a team is like like that is that is what you want in wrestling. Yes. That is that's you know? crazy. Yeah, I mean Saki nice. as well. Saki's pretty cool, and Saki with them seems really cool. Dude, that um, so Saki Saki tagging in Mayu Utani is gonna be the weirdest thing to see after the past like year and a half. You know, what I mean, like just yeah. like like just like like even though it's like a you know supposed to be a mixed match, it just is so like. Does she even wrestle? Because like I feel like Saki would be the type of person who's like, I'm just gonna like not participate. Cause fuck you guys. Like I, I could definitely Maybe. see her just sitting outside, just like fucking hanging out, like just not doing anything. I don't know. It, it definitely interesting matches. I like these mixed matches. Um, and I think that yeah, that that team is just so fucking op. I mean, obviously they're mm-hmm. facing you know Mina Shirakawa, you know the god who's definitely gonna beat all three of them at once, but. I think I think Momo and Mayu and Saki have a chance. Yeah, I think um, it's one of those matches where all of the pairings are very obvious. Like Mayu is going to pair off with Kid, mm-hmm. Momo with Mina, Julia mm-hmm. with Saki, mm-hmm. and um, they all seem somewhat interesting depending on which one they focus on. But they could also switch too because Momo and Julia kind of don't like each other, and I think they could play that up. And uh, if the tag partners end up turning on each other a bit, which could definitely happen because Julia and Kid hate each other, um, like there's a lot of dynamics at play that can make this a really interesting match. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't really know who wins. It probably doesn't need a winner. Like I feel like it could go to a draw, but I imagine if they do have a loser or a winner, that it will play into some of their stories. 
Yeah, Mina can always take a fall to like a Mayu or a Momo or a Saki. Yeah, see, I, I don't see Momo, Mayu, or Saki taking the loss here, and I could definitely see Kid or or Mina taking the loss here. So mm. maybe not Kid as much, but I can definitely see Mina taking the loss, especially. That's fair. Um, that's all of the shows, though. Um, that's it. After that, we are straight into the five-star Grand Prix. So it is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, if you're a Stardom fan, um, it's, it's very it's difficult. To get though. excited. Yes, it is. Um, I really hope they have a, a good plan for the their Stardom upload. Stuff. Yeah, dude. Although it's it... very funny because uh, day two is currently scheduled to air live on Samurai, but day one has not been announced as airing live on Samurai. So like you might be able to watch day two before you watch day one. <laughs> oh, no. Who knows? I imagine day one will also air live on Samurai and be a big review. Yeah, you know, you know I'm I'm just one of those guys. I hate, you know, watching tournaments not live. You know what I mean? Like, that's just... We're yeah. not, not live, but, like, you know, on delay. Like, on a specific... Like, on a longer than, like, hour delay. You know what I mean? Because, like, I can watch... Oh, like, I missed a tournament live. I'll watch it, you know, a couple hours later. But, like... With Stardom, half the time the five star isn't up like all together until like two hours before the final, and then they just fucking like upload all of them, and it's like, dude, I'm not gonna watch seventy matches in an hour before the fucking final starts. But you know, and then by the time the final's already over, then it's like I don't feel like watching all these fucking matches. That's fucking in like that's a lot of fucking matches. You know, it they they've they've always had a really poor upload schedule with the five star um especially last year and the year before i remember it was it was pretty tough but um yeah i'm hoping for the best on that front because if i don't know they they should hire more people like yeah sunny is still the only person who who does that i'm pretty sure how like, i don't know fam they are literally owned by like the biggest japanese company in in wrestling it's not hard to hire a second person to upload videos to a website. Whatever. Enough complaining about that. Yes. Um, we will be back um, soon, uh, hopefully with our five-star Grand Prix special. Uh, we have a special guest lineup uh, to mm -hmm. talk us through it as well. But that is that show. Uh, we got a jet. I have Marvelous to watch. It's a heat wave. I do not want to talk anymore. So, wait, wait, wait. Actually, one, one little thing. My Okay, never mind. My dog's ruined it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Cool. Just mute me. Um, fair. Um, so, yeah, with that, I will close the show. Uh, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Um, do you know in the stars catchphrase, they say, believe now, shine tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't think that's it. Maybe, or am I wrong? Have I just been closing this out wrong the entire time? Yeah, it's always been believed now, and I always hated it, because that's not how that works. Yeah. Wait, it's, so it's, it is believed now? It, it, I, I think so, yeah. Why? The, I don't know. The, the, like, since I started watching Stardom, that has been, like, a little OCD ticker for me. That's like, uh, it's believed today. Like, if it's, if you're going to say tomorrow, then today is the current tense. Like, it, it, it always annoyed me. I don't know. I think maybe Queen's Quest says believe today. But I don't know. I know yeah, Stars has always said believe now. And it's not. It's stupid. 
Yeah, who knows? Maybe I just need to pay more attention, but you know, we'll have to yeah. wait and see. But but um, since my dog shut up, um, I wanted to say that this, even though it hasn't been a year yet, because um the five star last year was later, this is a year of us doing stardom in terms of like the stardom calendar, because we started this podcast right before the five star last year. So obviously the year anniversary isn't for another month and a half, I believe, maybe just a month. But yeah, that, that's pretty cool, Alex, isn't it? Like we We've we've been at it for a year. I mean, not yet, but like, you get what I mean. Like this is like the. Uh, I'm shocked big... we've lasted this long. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked you've lasted this long, dude. I fucking I wrote in half of my notes is the John Cena theme song today, and you are still here. That is insane. What can I say? I am a trooper. <laughs> you you are in fact a soldier, and you stay fighting because you're storming on them troops like you're thunder and lightning. Let's go! Oh my god. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 